You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I do not typically like to miss a Wednesday, but let me tell you, if there was going to be a Wednesday that I missed, today was going to be that day. And I really don't even have much to say, so I was like, it's fine. But then I was like, no, bitch, be consistent. So I'm here. I just got back from my walk. Our kitchen is, um, it's done, but it's not. So like we have a pretty open concept downstairs. So the kitchen really flows into the living room and, uh, most of the kitchen is done, but the shared wall isn't done. It's also tripping me out because half of the ceiling is painted and I'm just now realizing that this we're painting the ceiling darker than what it is right now. But then the wall is partially painted, too, and I'm just having a hard time focusing my eyes on what's new and what's old. Um, But I'm ready to have the house back. I'm always like this with at-home projects. Like, if it were up to me, everything would be half done because I would just quit. So I was asking him today, I was like, do you think you'll be done by the weekend? And I was like, no, you're not going to be done by the weekend. It's pretty much taking, like, two days per room But the kitchen is now stretching into three. So he was like, probably not by the end of the weekend. I was like, well, because it's a holiday weekend and we have like stuff that we need to do. I have Christmas presents that I need to give out. I desperately need to go to my dad's. We can't leave the dogs here. We have to block them off. It's like a whole thing, right? It's seriously disruptive to our life. (laughs) So um, I was like, do you think you'll be done by Monday? And he was and I've known him for a really long time. So I can tell when he's telling me the truth. He's like, maybe by Monday, which means no. So <clears throat> we are going to try to help speed things up. Like we're going to start cleaning up when he's done so that he can move along faster because I can't have it stretching through Monday. <laughs> like I need a break. I need a break of the cat hiding and just like everything that's happening. So we can put most of the kitchen back, but then we can't put all of it back because the tiling still needs to happen, which is going to happen last. So it's just stressful. I had a doctor's appointment this morning and I had a little something removed near my (laughs) hoo-ha and I just went for a walk because my doctor was like, oh, you'll be fine. She had to pump some lidocaine into me, which was so fucking painful down there. And then I didn't feel it actually happen. And I was like, am I going to be good later? I was like, can I just like go about my business? She's like, yeah, totally. You'll be fine. Wrong. Um, it hurts. I like went on my normal walk and I am not fine right now. I'm so sore. So I feel bad because once again, Brett's like trying to put the kitchen back together. And I'm like, I am waddling through life right now. Quite literally. It's kind of like a cosmetic thing. (laughs) And my doctor was like, if you want, I can remove the mole on your face. And I was like, huh? no I'm not getting the ball and then Brett was like you should just get it removed I'm like what the fuck no this is like part of my thing like this is my mom used to call it a beauty mark when I was little it's not I'm not getting rid of it anyways so I feel all fucked up right now um we're gonna try to start to put the kitchen back together I guess it does look a lot better it doesn't look a lot different which is fine but it does look a lot cleaner. Like the baseboards are really what's taking a lot of time. He's really like, you know, being careful. He's recocking. It basically looked like our cabinets were going to fall off of the wall. So like he recocked and like it looks so good. Um, It's just not like a stark drastic difference, which is making me feel a little bit better about getting my office done. It would look different, but it's not like, ooh, transformation. It does look a lot cleaner and a lot brighter. 
But now I thought not having the kitchen was going to be the worst part, but I think not having the living room is going to be the worst part, especially because each room's taking so much time. That's why I'm like, he's spending a lot of time when he's done like vacuuming and cleaning up. Brett and I will have that shit done in a fucking jiffy. We even thought about tonight painting the back wall because the back wall's not done. And I'm like, that could potentially take him a lot of time. Like, what if we just rolled it out real quick? But I don't want to like hurt his feelings or like, you know, hurry him along. But we did set an amount of hours that it's going to take him. And I basically said like, we can't go over these hours and we can't. Like, we just got back from vacation. It was just Christmas. Like we got a budget and we got to stick to it. But also like, I just need my house back. I need to run errands. I need to be able to leave the house. Um, I have an orthodontist appointment tomorrow and I'm really excited about that. And then we don't really have anything going on this weekend now because we have to stay here because the painting's still going to be happening. But I like desperately need to make it to my dad's. Like I didn't give him a birth, like nothing, not a birthday card, nothing, no, not the Christmas present. They don't have nothing. They're all sitting here. I still need to wrap them. And now I don't even know where all that shit is because it's amongst all of our other stuff. It looks like we don't live here anymore. Like everything's up in our room. And also, my dad texted me today, so I knew this was going to cause a whole thing. We just got our phones, right? And we got charged the upgrade fee, and I didn't call at and I'm just like, we're going to fucking pay it. We were anticipating paying it. It's not a big deal. So when I gave him the extra money, he hadn't gotten billed for that yet, which is now creating a whole clusterfuck for when we were in England. And it always is a clusterfuck. Whenever my dad gets the AT&T bill, when we get back from England, it's always a debate because like it's gone up. And this time I knew that we used our phone four days. So that's 10. That's $15 a day. Right. Um, So he gets the bill today and he like sends me this text about how much I owe him. And I was like, cool. And then I sat here and thought about it. And I was like, that can't be right. And I was like, can you send me the bill? So he sends me the bill and I go back to him with facts. And then he comes back to me saying that I'm wrong. And I'm like, here we go. Like, I don't really want to argue about it, but I know Brett, if it were just me, I'd just pay it, you know, whatever. I don't fucking care. Just take the money. I don't, I don't want to argue about it, but Brett is um, not like that. So I had to figure it out. So it turns out that I've been shorting my dad for like the past two months for our phone bill. So it did end up working out and he knocked $10 off for the inconvenience because it was also his bad that he didn't notice that I was shorting him. But I'm just like, it, you know, what's interesting about the phone bill. It gives you like the talk to Texts and or talk and text minutes for like each line. My dad sent the most texts last month. Like what? How is that possible? I came in second, Brett third, and then my stepmom. But that's also because Brett texts a lot on WhatsApp. So uh, I bet you Brett's more than all of us <laughs> because he's always on his phone, especially when we were in England. He was on his phone so much. Everyone, whenever we were like trying to sit down to watch something, me and his mom would be like, "Can you get off your phone? Like, is that possible?" I thought I could just hold out today. I got myself a coffee on my way to my doctor's appointment, which was a bad idea because I thought I was going to be fine until she told me that the lidocaine was going to hurt. And then I started to panic and I was like, probably shouldn't have uh, had a bunch of caffeine before I came in. So I thought like, oh, I'll be fine. The caffeine will hold me over until um, like dinner. <laughs> Girl meals. Uh, and then like one o'clock rolled around and Brett wasn't home and our kitchen was not usable and I was freaking starving. So we went to Safeway on his way home and got me a sandwich and it was the most disgusting sandwich, but I ate it and now it's dinner time and I'm not hungry because I had a late lunch and we have this cauliflower soup that I was kind of excited to eat. And now I'm just going to like force myself to eat dinner for the sake of like having to eat dinner. And I don't want that. 
my I just I feel like life is out of whack. Who can relate? Like some people love home projects. I just am not one of those people. They stress me out to the max. I don't like being outside of my routine. I don't like my life not being convenient. I don't feel comfortable like recording my radio shows and my podcast like while he's here painting because the house is just so quiet. We did give him a radio at one point, but he's not using that anymore. I'm going to be like, do you want to turn the radio on? Because I just don't like I feel weird recording and just doing all my stuff up here, even when I'm on meetings. So, yeah, I just cannot wait to, like, have life back to a normal routine. Last night, I got an email from Netflix saying, like, fool me once. The ending explained. I'm like, the fuck? That was, like, the most basic show you guys have ever put out. Nobody needs the ending explained. Also, we started watching Hawkeye last night. Again, we've already watched it because the new Echo show picks up after Hawkeye. And now I realize who Echo or Echoes or whatever is about. And Disney said all episodes are streaming now, which is so unlike them. So I'm kind of excited that we get to binge it. But also this weekend, I want to do movies. I want to do Oppenheimer. I want to do Killer of the Flower Moon because I'm pretty sure that's free as of tomorrow or the next day on Apple. And also Mean Girls comes out this weekend, which I'm not going to go see in theaters right away. I need to see what other people say about it first. They're projecting it's going to make 30 million at the box office, which I don't think that's going to be the case. We'll see. I do think that it will that it'll knock Wonka out of the number one spot. I talked about this on both of my radio shows and me saying I think it's going to knock Wonka off of its number one spot was like the hardest sentence I've ever had to say in my life. It took multiple takes. Um, so, yeah, another thing that we were talking about today, like when we were just like, this is taking so long. I want to have the house back. Like maybe we just won't paint the like stairwell and the hallway. You would think the hallway would be easy because you don't really have to move anything. I mean, you have to tape stuff off, but we don't have to take we don't have to like undo any sockets. Like it's a hallway, right? But. Then Brett was like, the entryway leads into the stairwell, which leads into the hallway. So if we don't paint everything, something's going to look off. And he's and he's right. One hundred percent. So we just got to do it just like the concrete. I had no choice. We were like midway through the pool was breaking. Everything was falling apart. And I was like, well, we have no option but to keep going. It's like the same situation now. And this is why I could never buy a fixer upper. I could never buy a house that needed work like, oh, it has so much potential. Nope. Nope. I would love it if I was that girl. I could do it if I didn't live in the home, but I am just not cut out for this life. I think back to my brother and Lolly when they got their kitchen redone. I don't even know how many months they like. I mean, it was a full blown torn apart and rebuilt and their kitchen is beautiful, but I don't think I would ever be able to do it. I just can't. I'm not I'm not cut out for it. And you guys have heard me talk about this through multiple different projects. Luckily, the only other things that we need to do after this, like we'll paint the other rooms ourselves, but like the outside of the house, that's that'll be fine. And then there's really nothing else that we can actually do. Brett thinks that he's going to put in a whole house fan this summer over my dead body. Is he cutting a hole in the roof? Like I can't I don't. I know he's going to listen to this and it's going to cause a whole thing because whenever it gets brought back up, he's like, it's not a big deal. It's easy. I'm like, is it? Have you done it before? But like, I don't this house freaks me out sometimes. Like, I don't know what's in the attic. When I think about cutting a hole, do you know how many things could go wrong doing that? What happens if he cuts a hole and it's wrong and we just have a hole? There's going to be birds and I, I cannot even think about that. My heart can't take it. Saturday. I think the last day that I recorded 
was Wednesday, which is problematic because it's Saturday, but it's been so hectic with the painting. Like, I feel weird recording when he's here, especially since he's moved upstairs and he's like in the hallway. You know, I like to speak freely. I like to think that when my door shut, people can't hear me, but I know that's not the case. Um, and then when he goes, we're like cleaning up and that takes forever. And plus, I've had plans. Anyways, I thought today was going to be our final day of painting. He's doing the upstairs, the hallway. But he wasn't able to get to the doors. So one more day. He said it's going to take him like a half a day tomorrow to do the doors, all the doors upstairs to do some caulking. And then that's it. We were going to go to Ikea tomorrow and get a new like entertainment center, I guess, because we're going to mount the TV. So he we filled in the hole. He did paint it. And it's Brett told him to like, don't worry about it. The TV's going to go there. And then when he was done, um, like sanding it and painting it and stuff, he said that he was going to do more. But Brett was like, no, it looks good. So he didn't do more. And I was like, yeah, it looks good, too. But now Brett's like, you can totally see. And I'm like, oh, my God. But you told him not to worry about it because the TV's going to go there. So now there's this whole thing where we don't know what we're going to do with the TV, whether it's going to go in the dead center or on a bracket that swivels. And we might move the couch. I don't know. There's just like it stresses me out because like I don't care that much. I want it to look it looks 10 times better than it did before. Oh, my God. It looks amazing. I don't really care if the holes not filled in perfectly. And like the doors, I was willing to like just leave those. He was like, do you want me to paint the doors? Because I was kind of on the fence. And Brett's like, no, he needs to paint the doors. Like, we can't have everything looking like perfect. And then the doors are all dingy, which I get. But I'm just like, oh, I want it to be over. I want to go run my errands. We need to go to my parents. Like, I want to enjoy part of my three-day weekend. Today, we were just stuck in the lower living room all day because we have to keep the dogs down there. Brett was, like, going back and forth making bread. I was reading my book. I was also going through my camera roll. I was actually looking for old pictures of the house to do, like, before and afters, even though the difference is slight. Like, I don't even know. I'm going to tell Brett this. Like, I don't want to – I don't want to point it out. The test is going to be when the cleaners come at the end of the month. I'm curious to see if they will notice. Everyone else obviously knows that we're painting. But Brett, every time like someone comes over and we've done something different, Brett like points it out right away. Or like, oh, yeah, we just got this done and like shows them as if they care. Um, But I don't want to do that with the painting the next time someone comes over and see if they notice. And the cleaners are going to be a good test because they like get up close and personal with these walls. But it looks and I don't say that because it's not done well. It's done beautifully. Like the baseboards were my biggest thing. There were so many parts that were chewed up from the dogs. and They're like sanded down. They look so much better. Um, It's just that the it's not it's brightened the place up. It just is not as noticeable as I would have thought. Like it looks a lot cleaner, but you're not like, whoa, transformation. That's kind of like it's kind of like when I see a pair of jeans and I'm like, oh, those are going to look so bomb. And I'm picturing myself, my head on a different body. And then I get them and I'm like, oh, wait, this is what I actually look like. Anyways, one more day tomorrow. We're going to go to my parents, finally give them their Christmas presents. I texted my stepmom about it. She said they were going to be around, give them their Christmas presents, possibly still go to Ikea. Then Monday, continue to hang things back on the wall and get them back in order and possibly hang the TV. I don't really know. But tonight, I want to watch movies. I want to watch Killer of the Flower Moon. We watched the finale of For All Mankind last night. Man, the finales are always so good. If there's one thing that show is good at, it's freaking finales. The whole season to me was not that great. And then my friend told me that there's going to be like, I think they're confirmed for like seven seasons. We're only on season four right now, you guys. I'm like, how are they going to pump three more seasons out of this? But then it it always ends on such a high note. And you're like, oh, yeah, we have it has to come back. 
The problem with that show is, though, so much happens and I feel like there's always these big gaps in between and I can never remember everything that I need to. Like there was a big part in the finale um, and it wasn't until I read a recap of the finale where I was like, oh, I would not have ever put like put piece that together. But it's so unrealistic for people to think like we're going to rewatch all these seasons of these shows when a new season comes out. The only show that I want to do that for is when Stranger Things final season eventually comes out. I do want to watch them all over again. Anyways, uh, I forget where I was even going. I feel like I like jumped right into yesterday. Let's back it up and start with Thursday. So first of all, last year when we got our taxes, I'm going to talk about entertainment news. I'm, I have, I'm going to talk about the Clayton uh, podcast episode. I have literally so much written down that I need to talk about and I don't want to jump all over the place. So I'm going to try to go in order. I'll try my best. So last year when we got our taxes done, <laughs> um, it turns out that I wasn't paying because, you know, they changed the W-4 or whatever that you fill out. Even our tax guy was like so many people filled it out wrong. Um, and so he told me exactly how to do it. Basically, what happened was I didn't fill my, my W-4 outright. I wasn't paying enough tax at my full time job. And then at Fuego, I was not paying any tax. So we owed so much freaking money last year. So I went in and I fixed it and I got my W-2 for Fuego and it still doesn't seem it still feels wrong to me. I paid like 15 percent. I think I'm like, do I add all three lines or is it just the top line? I just I can never remember. So I get my W-2 and I'm like, ooh, I I still don't know if this is right. I'm going to bring my my laptop to my tax appointment. And if it's not right, I'm going to log in and have him literally walk me through it. So that made me think like, oh, I haven't been looking at my pay stubs for my regular nine to five. So I come upstairs and I look and it is the polar opposite. First of all, Brett's been paying like so much tax. And then I look at mine and I'm like, I tell him how much he's like, what? It's so much. And he's like, let's see what happens this year, because every year we vote. He's like, let's see what's hap what hap what happens this year. And then he'll obviously advise us. So I'm like so curious to get our freaking taxes done. And then on top of that, um, there was all this back and forth, like this email with Fuego. They were like, uh, who has the password, the username and password for the real country Instagram? As far as I know, I'm the only one that logs into that page. And I was like, I have it. But like the verification emails not hooked up to me. Like I didn't create the page. Basically, they got locked out. And um, so we're like going back and forth in email. I log in. I didn't notice it two days ago. Someone meant to post on like another station page. I don't even think it was for Fuego, but it was the caption was in Spanish, like everything. So I removed it from the real country page. I was like, oh, my God, our pets heads are falling off. The next day I, I lay I lay myself to sleep that night. I wake up. I think this all happened Wednesday night after I already recorded. I wake up on Thursday and I open Instagram and it's like someone tried to log into your account from Austin, Texas. And this popped up on my personal page. So I was like, oh, my God, change my pro change my password. So I go in and I change my password on Instagram and then I realized it's like we're going to log you out and have you log back in. But it didn't log me out. So I was like, oh, fuck, I bet it was the real country page. So I go to the real country page and sure enough, that's what it is. So I have to go in again and reset the password again to something that's not like specific to me. And I get on my email and someone is my boss has connected me with someone that's like trying to log on. And I'm like, I thought it was my personal page. I thought I was getting hacked. He was like, no, I'm in Austin, Texas. He was like, can we set up? He was like, can we set up a quick call? Because I think your phone number is attached to this page. Are these last four digits of your phone number? I was like, yep. I was like, sounds good. Um, I can talk during my lunch break. I was like, I have a meeting at 1030. I was like, I could potentially talk after that. He's like, great. Schedules a meeting for 1030. 
And then I didn't check my email because I'm working. After my meeting, I go check my email. And he was like waiting on the call for me. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, read between the lines. Didn't read the actual message. So he's like, hi, I'm on the meeting. And I'm like, I told you I had a meeting at 1030. So anyways, we go back and forth. We get on a call. We figure it out. He gets back in. I, I forget what the reason was that they needed to get in. But anyway, it's not. I mean, it's their it's their page. It's not my page. Halfway through the call, he can't hear me. I'm like, oh, my God, what do like, do you need anything else for me? Like, I'm busy. And so that was that. I can't believe that I like jumped through all those hoops for that. I was like, oh, my God, someone's trying to hack into my page. That can't happen. I have two step verification. It was like a whole thing. Um, and that was basically the end of that. So that, that took up a lot of my day, just like going back and forth, like the emails and stuff. I'm like, you guys, what's the what's the deal? Can this and that's why I don't check my other work email during work. Like I cannot get sucked into this stuff during my day you know I just that's I never check it like I, I'm a strict clock on after work like don't check, don't even check it during my lunch break had I not had the back and forth the night before about the password I probably wouldn't I, I think that's probably the reason that I logged on also I got sucked into this TikTok drama about this like girl's package getting stolen from her across the street neighbor and she posted it and the police came like the drama I got sucked into this week. Also, this girl that I've never met, she's on the radio. Her name's Hannah. I've been following her forever. I love her. Um, She posted, you know, the salad kits. I know we're not buying bag salad because like salmonella. I watched that documentary and I'm like scarred for life. I don't think I've bought a bag salad since. I've just been buying like fresh heads of lettuce and washing it really good. But, you know, the salad kits that come with like the dressing and stuff. She posted one that is a pepperoni pizza salad kit. It's like the mini ones and it has pepperoni pizza ranch dressing in it. <laughs> and she's been putting turkey like pepperonis in them and I have to find it. So if you've seen that salad kit out anywhere, please let me know because that would make like the perfect lunch. I've been thinking about it nonstop. She's like, I just started seeing them at the store. She's like, I've been having them every day for lunch. She's like, it's the perfect amount. It's the mini kits. I'm like, I die. I got to find it. What the fuck is going on with this Trader show? I saw that Ekansu was going to be on the show like months ago. And I was like, I thought it was an actual show where she was going to be acting. But now I'm seeing that it's a reality show. Like CT's going to be on it. Johnny Bananas, Pilot Pete, all these people. I guess it's the second season. And a couple people have reached out to me saying that it's good and that I should watch it. So I'm going to give it a shot. I just don't know when it starts. I feel like all the shows are starting to ramp up. That show's getting ready to start. The new Love Island. Um, this new Echo show on Disney. The Marvel show has started. True Detective on HBO. Like, I feel like all these shows are coming back. The new Bachelor is about to start, which I'm so excited about. Um, yeah, there's just a lot happening. So... Mean Girls, the new movie came out. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. There were some big things in the movie that Tina Fey was trying to keep under wraps. There was a leak internationally. I thought it was due to people seeing the movie like pre-screening. But no, it was like an international like leak of the movie. And it got out that um, there's some people in it that no one knew about. It was like major spoilers. Um, I'm not really that interested in seeing the movie because I don't love musicals. But I feel like I have to. I'm probably going to wait. I'm pro I probably won't see it in theaters, though. But um, in honor of the movie coming out, the T T fuck you guys, I'm not going to be able to say it. The mocktail bar I thought that I've talked about before. Teetotalist. That's what it is. I thought it was a brick and mortar. I posted about it months and months ago. Apparently, it's going to be a brick and mortar, but it's a pop up for now. And right now they're at Propagate and they were doing a Mean Girls trivia night. So I made plans with my friend Kristen and her friend to go the day of. I watched Mean Girls while I was working and I tried to like remember things. OK, what's on the chalkboard? And my my friend Kristen's friend, she's very serious about 
trivia and she was doing the same thing like she was really studying up and Kristen was texting her like quizzing her and she was like she's texting me back the answers like so quickly and I was like oh my god it's freaking on I was pumped so I felt kind of bad because that was the day that we got finally got to put the kitchen back together and I was like okay bye I'm gonna go to Kristen's now but it gave something it gave Brett something to do there's really not much that I can do in the kitchen anyways like me putting back the stuff like in the living room and like the entryways and stuff that's more my forte like figuring out where things went so I went over to Kristen's we drove over to propagate and we got there at, like the perfect time. Kristen thought that it great. My computer audio is on. Um, Kristen thought that the trivia started at seven. I saw that it started at seven thirty. Uh, it's still we got there at like I don't know six thirty. It was the perfect time though, because at the at when we walked in, there's like not that many tables. I would say ten. One was open, but it only had two seats. The people next to us left, so we ended up snagging another seat, and we got a drink. We they the Kristen went up and bought the f- first round. I got an espresso martini, and she also got these like little chips. They had chips and dips, um, and like macaroons, I think, on the menu. Um, we got the first round. She got I got the espresso martini. It was okay. Um, the drinks are still the same price as a cocktail because non-alcoholic stuff is just as expensive, but the menu was just like so fun. So many good drinks. They even had Mean Girls inspired drinks, but they both had like a pop butter popcorn liqueur and I was not down to try that. So we quickly realized that the chips and dip were not going to fill us up, but we needed another drink. So I'm like, I'll go get mine because the line was starting to grow. I got in line at like the perfect time. There was probably like 10 people in front of me and I waited in line for a good 30, 40 minutes, I would say. But when I tell you behind me, the line stretched to the end of the building. Like people just kept pouring in. There was nowhere to sit. Everyone was like sitting on the floor. The girl that was coming to do trivia showed up, but they clearly needed help. So she just like dove in to like help out where she could clearing tables and stuff. I mean, it's a good problem to have, right? It's super successful. There were so many people there. I mean, I would have, we all agreed we would have walked in taken one look and walked back out while I was standing in line I was standing behind a guy and a girl that were on their first date he was talking a lot she was barely talking um and I was like texting Kristen from the line I was like oh my god he is a dog sitter I might have to poke in and get his information and then they started talking about unethical breeding and I was like oh never mind then she started talking about how she wants a three-legged dog and I was like oh I'm back in Kristen ended up calling me. She's like, turn around. We want to see your face for this reaction because we were going to order tacos from Bambi. I've never been before, but like we just couldn't figure it out. We couldn't find a good menu anywhere. So they were going to talk about food um, while I was in line. The owner was there and we asked her if it would be okay if we like brought in food. And she said, yeah, no, no problem at all because we were like hungry. Um, and so she's like, I, we want to see a reaction for this. I was like, okay. She's like, would you want to get a roll from McCoonies? And I was like, oh my God, I like freaked out. I was so pumped. We were just a block away, right? So we each got a roll from McCoonies. Kristen's friend went over and grabbed it. I brought our drinks back. We sat there at that table with our drinks and our roll. And it was just like the perfect night. Trivia ended up starting a half an hour late. We were like, if this doesn't start soon, like we're going to have to go. My sleep timer or my sleep, um, do not disturb turned on. Like while we were at the bar, I was like, I'm supposed to be in bed right now now it's like it is turning into an all-night thing luckily the girl that was running trivia was like speedy we weren't hopeful in that department but she ended up being so great she jammed through the questions so there were two questions that we were unsure of I, when I tell you Kristen's friend knew every like she was so good one of the questions was like what's on the chalkboard 
in the class, like the first, the first time we're in a classroom, she knew. And I knew a couple things, but not nearly as much as her. Like she carried us. Kristen knew nothing. She was just the one that wrote down the answers because she has nice handwriting. And we also spilled soy sauce all over the paper. We were just a hot mess. Um, so the two questions that we didn't know is, how much was Regina George's hair insured for? Because one of the in the monologue where they're like, I heard they say that. But the question was like a twofold. Either you had to answer it that way or how much was that wig actually insured for for the movie? We didn't get that right. And then um, actually we're unsure because she crossed it and then she circled it again like uh, like she accepted it. We put down one hundred thousand dollars. I need to go rewatch to see if that's right. Anyways, the second question was, what year did the building, like the one of the school buildings burn down in? And we put 1999. I do not know what the question, what the correct answer was. She graded the papers pretty quickly. And there was a three-way tiebreaker between us and two other teams. And the question was, and it's so crazy because Kristen's friend when we walked in was like, remember, her parents went to go, the night of Katie's party, her parents went to go see, and then she said the name, which I'm drawing a blank on right now. That was the tiebreaker and we knew it, but we missed a word and we spelled the last part of it wrong. She was like, I wanted you guys to win so bad. She's like, you guys did so good. She's like, but I can't give it to you. We were like, dang it. We immediately left. And when we left, it was still freaking packed in there. Like by the time trivia was over, they were just catching up on the line. Like they were freaking busy. Good for them. Like uh, they had a ta- they're having a Taylor Swift like night tonight. And I so wish I could go. It was really fun. And the second drink that I got was so good. It had like a lavender bitters in it. It was a rum drink, like a like a non-alcoholic rum based drink. That's the fun thing with non-alcoholic drinks is like I don't normally drink whiskey or like rum, like dark rum. But when it's non-alcoholic, like I'm down to try all those drinks that I wouldn't normally have because they're not as harsh, you know. Anyways, I went back to Kristen's and we were talking about Nespresso. We had so much time to kill. We were there for so long before trivia started and they both have Nespresso. So we're talking about all the flavors. She had like a stocked pantry. She gave me like one of each pod, like sent me home with a bag, which was so nice. It like almost stocked my Nespresso holder when I finally put them in. So that was so nice. It took me a long time to fall asleep because I was all freaking pumped from Mean Girls Trivia. So then yesterday, um, I checked my email and I saw that my cable bill was ready to view. And we've been talking about canceling cable for so long, but it's just actually finding the time to call. And my bill went up like 10 bucks. And I was like, oh, hell no, not up in here. The only things that we watch on cable are like a King's Game, um, Married at First Sight, and uh, what's what is Brett watch? Oh, The Curse of Oak Island. I was like, is that really worth the money that we pay? But then I was also like, well, I don't know. We could end up calling Xfinity and we could be saving because we're bundled. Like it could it could end up being without our cable, just our home security and Internet, like pretty close to what we pay. So let me just call. So I called and the guy was not even trying to keep my business. Like he did not even fight for me. He was like, why did you why do you want to cancel? I was like, our bill went up. I was like, and honestly, we don't watch it. I was like, we maybe watch it like like I watch one show a week for like X amount of months out of the year. And so he canceled and we're saving like 120 bucks per month on our bill. It just disappeared today. And I have like low key anxiety. I don't know how I'm going to watch Married at First Sight. 
No, I do know because my friend Summer, she gave me her login for her Xfinity so I can log in and watch. But I'm like, there has to be another way to watch. Like, there's another way to watch. Like, I found out that the Curse of Oak Island is on my Discovery Plus. Like, why is Married at First Sight not on anything? It's also dumb. Like, I can't log in to the streaming apps like Lifetime with my Comcast email and password because I still have a Comcast account. Just because I don't have cable doesn't mean I don't pay them enough money each month to be able to log in. And we're not going to be able to watch the challenge anymore because I don't think MTV's app is like you have to log in with your cable. So we're behind on the challenge anyway, so I don't feel too much anxiety. But I've had cable since I moved out by myself. Like I've always paid for, even when I had roommates, like when I lived with Summer and Oscar, we had cable. When I lived with uh, Jessica, we had cable. And then when I lived by myself, like obviously those weren't streaming ages like those weren't streaming days so it makes more sense but it just I don't I never thought I was gonna part with it but yeah that's a huge freaking savings and I was totally expecting them to fight for me my dad's bill went up too and he was like oh I called and he was like now my bill's $30 lower a month and I'm like should I have just done that but no $120 savings a month is way better than $30 less than what I was paying that's what I'm trying to tell myself at least so um yeah And then yesterday, after he was done painting, we were able to put the living room back together. It's just like we aren't having him clean up afterwards. We can do that, you know. So we like cleaned up last night, vacuumed every day. We're revacuuming everything, remopping everything because there's just like paint everywhere, you know. And I was like, we were going to have a chicken. We thawed some chicken for a chicken salad, but it wasn't thawed yet. And I was like, should we just go get a pizza from somewhere? I ended up driving to one speed to get us a pizza. They changed their mushroom pizza. It's not like a like an oil based anymore. It's a red sauce, which I thought was really good. And we just watched For All Mankind. We watched an episode of Echoes and went to bed. Brett woke me up at 730 this morning, took the dogs for a walk. We got ready for him to come over and paint some more. We locked ourselves down into the lower living room and Brett went to the bank to get some money, went to Nugget to get us all sandwiches. I got a salmon bacon. I got a salmon, a BLT with avocado and salmon. And it was so good. It was unlike any other salmon BLT I've had because it wasn't like a slab of salmon, like salmon meat. It was almost like a tuna mixture. It was bomb. I'm going to crave that sandwich all the freaking time. So tonight we're going to make our chicken salad and we are going to watch Killer Flower Moon, I believe. I want to watch Oppenheimer, too. Brett also said there's boxing on. We're not going to be able to watch two, three plus hour movies tonight. So we'll watch one of them tonight and hopefully one of them tomorrow. I have all my radio shows recorded ahead of time. So like I really have three days off, which is so nice considering this painting has been stressful for everyone like Chuck was locked in a room all day today. I didn't know what to do with him. Brett was like, we can put him in the downstairs closet. I'm like, no, he's just going to try to escape. I let him. I opened all the doors. He picked a room. He picked a closet. I put all the stuff in there, but I'm just like the fumes. So I opened all the windows and then I took the dogs for a walk. Just got home. We're going to have our chicken salad tonight. Um, I finished what I finished listening to the Clayton Eckerd, the bat, the previous bachelor, his episode on the Vial Files. And that's something that I want to talk about. It's going to be kind of hard because the story is fucking crazy. Um, but I'm going to give you the cliff notes because if you don't know about it and you're not intrigued to listen, the two plus hour episode is definitely going to be a deterrent if you're not already invested. But I've talked about this on my podcast before, like when the headlines were coming out. And then also when Clayton posted that alarming video of like, I'm not the father, like all Maury and arrogant about it. We got we have some context into that. I was trying to explain the story to Brett today because he knows who Clayton is. And I was watching something. He's like, what are you watching? 
And so I was trying to explain it to him and boy, did I fuck it up. Like it was just all over the place. So I'm going to try to do a little bit of a better job when I give you the cliff notes here. Cause I know some people have already reached out cause I posted, I was going to be recapping this. I know some of you are here to specifically hear about this cause you don't want to listen to that long ass episode. The thing is there are so many details. I mean, it's a two plus hour episode. Now Clayton is a little long, long winded. I can relate. Um, but I, I think that I can, I can get it wrapped up for you in about like 10 minutes or less. And hopefully I can keep it non-chaotic. I don't know. You know, those are my vibes. Chaotic vibes. Um, okay. So after Clayton's season of The Bachelor, excuse me, after him and Susie broke up, he decided that he wanted to get into real estate and he lives in Arizona. So he had just gotten on with like a firm. I don't know what they call it, a company. He just got his license. And one of his first deals was, was with this woman. And he said that she was being pretty flirtatious. And he had told her, like, I just want to keep it strictly business. And she was like, I totally understand. Um, So one night he was at home and she had said that she wasn't like into The Bachelor or whatever. One night he was at home and he had smoked a bunch of weed and he said he was pretty high. And she started texting him like being suggestive. So he said, come through. So she got there. Um, She gave him fellatio. And he finished and then there was like a five hour period in between. There was some grinding at some point and then oral sex again, where again, he finished. So the next day after that, he obviously was having like a little bit of a hangover from everything that happened, like weed hangover, like regret hangover, anxiety. And they were supposed to go to these showings. And he was like, look, um, what happened last night was not professional. That's not how I want to like start out my career in this business. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, I understand if you don't want to continue this relationship, I can refer you to another agent. And she was like, no, it's totally fine. Not a big deal. So they went to look at these houses and she basically said, I want to write an offer up on two houses. And I guess she had like some financial backing. This is the part that I'm a little unclear about. Um, Cause uh, yeah. Okay. So just bear with me. So, She wanted to submit two offers, but she also said in an email that she well, she Clayton felt that something was off. This is the part that I'm unclear. Clayton felt that something was off. So he didn't submit her offers right away because she had made a couple comments. And he was like, I'm okay with saying that because it's out there like we've gone to court. Like my company knows that I did not withhold my fiduciary like job to submit these offers like I was supposed to. Um, and so he, something didn't feel right to him. So he didn't submit the offers and she was basically threatening him saying, I'm going to withdraw these offers unless you agree to go out on, like, if unless you agree to date me for two weeks. And he was like, well, I'm not going to do that. And she was just like, well, then I want you to withdraw my offers. And he was like pleading to her, like, no, that's going to make me look really bad. But actually he never submitted them. So he could not withdraw them. It was like a whole messy thing. So, um, 10 days later, basically, she says that she's pregnant and he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, I kind of felt something down there that was like wet. She was like, so some of it must have gotten down there. And Nick Vial was like, so were you guys like, like, were you naked? Like, what was the situation? He never really specified. Um, But she says that she's pregnant and he's like, what? Like, he doesn't believe her. He has her come over and take a pregnancy test. She claims that she did it in front of him. He said that she went into the bathroom with like a, a test that he gave her. And he said that the line was faint. 
that's when things start getting super aggressive. They're not working together anymore. She starts sending him all these emails saying that basically I will get rid of the baby if you agree to have a relationship with me. Like if you just if you agree to give us a shot and he's like, absolutely not. I told you that I was not interested. Like it was a one time thing. Like I'm, I'm sorry that that happened, but like I'm not willing to have a romantic relationship with you. But I also don't be a fa- I don't I'm also not ready to be a father like your body, your choice. I'm not telling you what to do, but. I personally do not want to be a father. So that's like something to keep in mind. And so she was basically bribing him, just saying like kept saying, well, you know, we I can make this all go away if you just agree to date me. Clayton basically thinks that she was trying to get him to date her so that she could like seduce him and actually get pregnant. And he's like, because I don't believe that she's pregnant at this point. She find he finds out that she's on some like medication for epilepsy, I believe, that can give you that gives you the pregnancy hormone that could possibly show up on a test. So he starts asking for proof she claims that she goes to the doctor and like gets an ultrasound or whatever the ultrasound that she provided um had like dates that aren't normally on an ultrasound she also provided a video that someone sussed out was from youtube it like gets really insane where she like starts threatening all this crazy stuff he tries to call her mom to she he asks for her mom's phone number saying like you know a parent is gonna have fresh eyes on the situation and see that like this is like she should not go through with the pregnancy that this is not like going to be a loving relationship. This is not going to be anything. Clayton keeps telling her this is not going to be anything, but she's basically just not taking no for an answer. She keeps threatening to go to the media, saying that like he's not willing to step up. So he has this conversation with the mom and it backfires. She's just like, like, you know, my grandkids are going to come from a loving family. I can't really remember like what the conversation was, but this escalates so freaking far. And I don't really remember the order in which things go from here. And he was kind of jumping all over the place. So I'm just going to give you some more facts that are going to blow your mind. So she ends up coming out and saying that it's twins, twins, right? Um, And she also files a petition with the court for a to create a parental plan, like who's going to get who on what weekends and what holidays. And so Clayton feels that he can represent himself in court. He also admitted that he was cash poor because he had just bought a house and he was losing out on a ton of endorsement deals because this was in the media and like tarnishing his reputation. So he goes to court to represent himself and basically is like, there are no kids. Like, I don't under like there's no reason that we should be here because there are no kids. Um, that was made public. And I remember when that happened or maybe this was mm, I don't remember. There was a court case that was made public and I saw part of it today and I jumped around because it was like two hours long. Again, I'm not going to sit through that. But there was a couple of court things. There was one where the the parenting plan where he went and okay, no, this is what it was. There was she tried to get a parenting plan. He went to court and said there is no kids like this is not a real thing. And so they were like, okay, so do you want to like dispute it? And he said, yeah. Then she tried to file like a order or he tried to file an order of protection, but the court denied it because the parenting plan was still open. Then she found out that he tried to do that and she filed some sort of order of protection and they go to court for that. And that's where he tries to represent himself. And the court and the judge was like, you know, this is this is not about the parenting plan and the case that you have open in family court like this is about the the order of protection or whatever. <clears throat> Something else to note. He 
insisted that they go to like the paternity, you know, get a paternity test or whatever. He paid for it and did his part and she did her part and it came back little to no evidence of DNA. That's what happened the first time. They did it again. And it got lost in transit. And then the third time, it was also little to no evidence of DNA. The company said that they won't put that in writing because it's inconclusive. Like, it has to be a yes or a no. It can't be not detectable. So it's it wasn't usable. Although at, like, five months pregnant, there should be a detection of DNA. So... She ends up getting a restraining order against him. And this court case, I remember it being on Twitter when it happened. And this is how her name got out there because people were watching it online and then leaked her name. So so, some podcaster, bachelor podcaster, saw it and reached out to Clayton afterwards. He lost his case and she got the order of protection, which is so weird because she wants nothing more than for him to be in her life. Um, he re- this podcaster reaches out and says, you actually did pretty good, like representing yourself, but you need a lawyer. Why don't you ha- why don't you have one? And Clayton was like, well, because I don't have any money right now. Like I'm poor. So this podcaster starts a GoFundMe for Clayton to hire representation, which he ends up doing. There's so much other shit like the emails that she writes him are psychotic. He read some of them. Um, She would send him like things that she was going to post on Instagram. Also, she said that the date of conception was June 10th and she picked that the due date was February 14th and like sent him this Instagram post saying like Eckerd twins coming February 14th and she said in the email if you don't respond to this email you are accepting and uh you are accepting and admitting that you are the father of these twins like it was just psycho so there came she he said that she was very smart and very specific with her words when she talked about the twins after a certain point because um Clayton said that his lawyers informed him that after they passed a certain threshold she couldn't claim that she had had a miscarriage because she would have to provide a death certificate. So she's past that point already. She's openly admitted in court that she is still pregnant at the time of this interview. Something else to note. Um, I don't know if his lawyers found it or who found it, but like three other guys came forward, two or three other guys came forward and said that she did the same exact thing to them or a variation like this, like tried to trap them. Same sort of thing, said that she was pregnant when she wasn't. Um, She tried to do a name change in the midst of all this. She's basically knows that Clayton is fighting back. He doesn't want this to happen to someone else and she's going to be fucked. So he was like, what his him and his team were like, what else could she potentially try to do? Well, she could also potentially get, you know, say that she gave gave birth to the the twins and did a closed adoption. So him and his lawyers filed a petition. I don't know what it's called, um, but basically like he would have to be notified or have a say in that decision. So she can't just like go and put him up for adoption. Um, And so I, I guess since the interview, obviously she listened to it, the Vial files, she said that she is no longer pregnant, but I don't have any other information. Like what did she admit that she was lying? I ended up finding this video on TikTok that she recorded saying that she was being harassed by, I think, Reality Steve and like another Bachelor podcaster. And in the video, it's like it gives me the chills because she's fake crying and it's like the worst acting job ever. The whole thing is just so bizarre. Clayton's like, I've lost, you know, six figures on endorsement deals. He's like, my mental health has suffered. My relationships have suffered. Like, uh, 
you know, another crazy thing is at one point she was trying to serve him papers. I forget for what. And he was in Miami and he had mentioned on a podcast that he liked a girl that was going to be in paradise. She tried to serve him at that girl's house. He's like, I've never even met her. Like, I don't even know her. She was just she was so psychotic. And I, it's like it was interesting to hear the perspective from like Nick Bial's fiance who's like we we want to believe women and we do but like hello the facts like what what are you talking about and how he was talking about how his lawyer was like you know we want to hold her accountable and he's like and his lawyer basically advised him like well the courts are not gonna like reprimand her for what she's done for the same reason we don't want to discourage women from coming forward I fully understand that but like she's just gonna get away with all of this I don't know I, I really should have clicked on the article because I, I saw it but I wanted to finish the episode I think before before I dug into things. But since then, she has admitted that she's not pregnant anymore. What's crazy, too, about the court case that was televised or live streamed is she positions the camera like so you can see her chin and just like her boobs and a little part of her stomach that is definitely out there. And she's like rubbing it and like drinking a Gatorade and stuff. But he said that she never provided pictures, never provided a real sonogram, never provided, uh, you know, any type of anything from any type of doctor. And in court, from what I watch, like she's so confident and well-spoken in everything that she says. Anyways, the whole thing is just crazy. If you are like, well, I don't need to listen to it now because just, she just told me everything. Trust me. There is so much that I miss. And like the level of detail that he goes into is freaking wild. There is more stuff that I want to talk to you about, but I'm starving. And I've had to pause this multiple times because I'm coughing. Sometimes when I get on a roll and I'm talking like this, like I don't I don't know if I don't have enough like air going to my lungs or whatever. I don't know where air goes. OK, I need to cut this. We're going to talk again tomorrow about the other things that I have to talk about. A lot of entertainment news. And then Keith Lee, the TikTok foodie guy that goes to different cities and tries food. Um, we got to talk about him because he went to the Bay Area and what happened was like truly wild. And there's a lot of controversy online about it. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Monday. I've just been downstairs stress eating for like 10 minutes because Brett finally left the fucking house. Sometimes I just want to look at him and be like, you good, bro? The panic that it must be in his mind is insane when he like is trying to do something. And what is it with guys? Like my dad does this too. Like what is it with guys being like, oh, that's easy. Oh, it's dead easy. It's easy. Easy. And it's like five hours later. It's not easy. Brett, ev my dad, everyone, when I first took a picture of us filling the hole in the living room was like, oh, you're going to run electric through that, right? Brett was like, yep, 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 yep. Um, the wall was full-blown painted. Or the guy that painted left, and Brett's like, oh, I didn't run the electric. And he's like, oh, I'll just have to do it real quick. And I don't – I just wish I didn't have to be home for him to do stuff. And he's just, like, a high-strung individual. So, like, today, he was doing all the stuff to the living room, which I'm going to tell you all about. But he's just, like – he bought all the he, he's the one that said like it wasn't me that's like Brett can you make dinner he bought all the stuff to make dinner last night and it didn't work out I'm gonna tell you about that so we have it all today and he's like I have to put the I have to hang the pictures up I have to I have to do the laundry I have to wash the couch cushions I have to cook dinner I'm like and then he's so passive aggressive too he's like are you gonna walk the dogs or am I after he just listed off all the all the all the things that he has on his list. I'm like, can you just leave? Get out right now. Please fucking leave this house. So I can have some peace and quiet. I, I was like up here doing my own thing today, like cleaning. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go in order of operations so I don't miss out on shit. But he's just like, what are you doing? Are you, are you even doing anything? Are you not being productive? You have to help me with this, this, and this. So I don't know what you're doing up there. I'm like, I am 
literally making room for the stuff that we're getting rid of. Like, bro. So Brett just left and I was like, finally, I'm going to fucking do my podcast, have some peace and quiet for a second. He's gone all day tomorrow. I'm like, bye. Get out right now. Jesus Christ. I just ate some leftover macaroni salad that Brett got me from Whole Foods. The other day he was at Whole Foods and he was like, what do you want? I was like macaroni salad and an olive medley. And you know what? I just chowed down on this olive mix from Whole Foods. It was like $10, but it's so good. It has pepperoncinis and all these different olive assortments in there. Oh, it's so fucking good. And I drank a Pepsi and I opened the pantry to see what else we had. And I was like, damn, I haven't my, had my Brazil nuts in a few days. Maybe that's why I'm like on edge. And then I wash some of those down with a fuck with my fucking Pepsi. And then I'm like, no, I'm just on edge because I live with Brett. So um, when did I last record? I think it was on Saturday. Oh, OK. So, yeah, it was on Saturday. Saturday, I get done recording and I go to pick up my phone and I have a text from Wayne Wayne. And I was like, that's weird. Sometimes he he, he texts me a few times a year and it's always like something super random. So I guess it's not <laughs> too weird. He did text me not that long ago. I, I think I told you about it. This guy that used to like low key stalk me uh, works at a gas station now. And he like found him and sent him a video being like, you want to say something to Megan? And he said some like nasty shit on the video. I'm like, why are you encouraging him? They also let him come into the radio station for win a date with Megan when they knew he was like sketchy and scary and had a record anyways. Um, so he texted me and said that Charlie Ramos, the baddest man on the planet, had died and he's been sick for a long time, like years and years. He has the same type of cancer that my dad has. And Charlie Ramos just decided that, you know, he knew he had a time limit. They wanted him to like be laid up and get treatment. And he just decided to live his life to the fullest, like going to concerts, still DJing, going to Raiders games, going on vacation, spending time with family. So it's not that it was um, totally out of left field. I had heard from a friend like, I don't know, a while back that like, you know, time was limited, um, but it's still just like, I don't know. It's so weird. Knock on wood. You know, besides like my mom and like a couple people that I went to high school with, I haven't been to a lot of funerals. I don't know a lot of people who have passed away personally. And so when it does happen, it it's just like the weirdest thing to me. And it I feel like it takes like a little while for my emotions to like set in. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like it just like someone that, you know, and have spent, I mean, I spent every morning with him for four, five years. And then all the countless other years that like we weren't on the morning show together. But I mean, he was our DJ during the morning show and I don't know how they'd be doing it now, but he was in there live every day, every morning for the traffic jam. Eventually DJ Alizawi came in and like Charlie moved to nights or I can't really remember what the, but anyways, just someone that you spent time with. And I knew that was Bree's like mentor. Like that was her, the person that she looked up to, wanted to be like. And so I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to deliver that news to her. Like she's going to find out. Um, I just I didn't I just kind of sat with it. I was I like looked at his Facebook. I'm like, no one said anything. I'm just going to. I'm just going to wait on it. So Brett and I sit down for dinner. We made a chicken salad and um, which Brett and I have been arguing <laughs> about. I got that salad spinner from Costco and he thinks that the purpose is just to spin the water off the lettuce. 
And I'm like, no, it's meant to spin your salad, even though it's, it doesn't do a great job when you use it. Like everything just kind of sticks to the side. It does toss things around, but he's like convinced that that's not what it's for. And I'm like, I've seen it on TikTok and on ads. That's what it's supposed to be for. Whether it works well, that's up for debate, but that is what it's for. So now every time we use it, we have this argument and he like laughs like I'm dumb, but I'm like, OK, as seen on TV. Um, anyways, so. We were having sitting down, having dinner. We just finished and Brie calls me and she was like, hi. I was like, I know why you're calling me. I was like, how are you? Like, we just had a conversation. It was just like, you know, I could tell she was feeling all the things. And then the next day they posted about it and like reading all of the things that people had to say and like seeing all the photos from like back in the day, like uh, prior to me working with Charlie, like I grew up listening to him. It's just so crazy. So Brie um started listening she has all these old mixes of his on CD she started listening to those and she pulled up an old laptop and was like looking through her computer and ended up FaceTiming me and showing me like all these old videos I like we were talking I wish I had all the videos from back in the day when I was on the morning show Snapchat is what was popular and like we weren't saving to camera roll right because like social media was different that was Snapchat's whole thing like it disappears after 24 hours but I was constantly in the halls like filming stuff and I wish I could see that stuff again like does snapchat do, do like a this is what you posted a day or on this day i need to go back and look i don't use snapchat anymore so i don't really know what features it has or how it works but anyways <clears throat> we like had a little facetime last night and she showed me all these videos and any i was feeling emotional yesterday i ended up texting wayne jay and juan and being like i think about you guys like all the time i might not say it, i might not check in but like the best years of my life were spent like on 102 and on the morning show and with Brie and all just like everyone. And so to lose someone from that like point in my life is just, yeah, it's really sad. But I think the reason that I, I don't know, because like when most people go, it's, you know, especially who have had cancer, they spent a lot of time suffering and not to say that he didn't, but um, he went out how... I guess you really never see it like this. I, w I would love to go out like this, like knowing and just like doing all the things that you love to do with all the people that you love to do with in the end. Like that's one hell of a way to go. And so it like makes me happy for him that he did all of that, like, you know, leading up to this point. Anyways, so Saturday night, got that news. Um, Brett said there was boxing on. And I was like, great. Our plan was to watch movies. He was like, oh, there's boxing on. I was like, the my favorite words. So we put the fucking boxing on while I did God knows what on my phone. And it ended and it was late. And he's like, OK, let's put a show on. I'm like, no, the plan was to watch a movie. He's like, OK, we'll put it on. Is it quick? I'm like, it's three and a half hours. I wanted to watch Killer of the Flower, Killer of the Flower Moon. So we put it on, watched like, I don't know, 40 minutes of it downstairs and watched an hour of it upstairs and then went to sleep. And then yesterday, our painter guy was here again to do the upstairs, the doors, the door frames. And it's just like every day he's here. And we've been putting up this like sheetrock to keep the dogs away. But the sheetrock is now like broken. So there's like shit everywhere. So every day he comes, we do all the things. He leaves, we clean up and it takes hours and hours. So while he was here, I read my book. I read like I'm almost done with it. I plan on finishing it after I am done recording here today. Although I know that I'm going to I know I have a lot to say. So I'm going to record and then 
Brett's going to be home shortly after and I'm going to have to like do stuff because dad needs to make sure I'm staying busy. I'm like, yes, drill sergeant today. God, I literally feel like I'm a kid and like I have to do like I'm being told what to do because it's just high stress. Brett's like, well, we have to get it done. I'm like, where was this energy when the gutter was leaking into the garage for like two months solid? Cool, 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 cool. So um, I love that Brett listens to this, too. He's going to hear all of this, but that's fine. I would say it to his face. So I would say it with my chest to his face. Um, and there's going to be time removed. So he's going to look back and know that he was being an absolute lunatic today. Um, anyways, where where was I? <laughs> so I was reading my book yesterday and Brett was cooking bread, sourdough bread. His star- starter was ready or he said he did it a little prematurely. should have waited another day, but he booked he baked like three loaves of bread yesterday, gave one to the guy that was here painting, kept one for us and then gave one um, or set one aside for my dad and stepmom. So it was after or right before the painter left that Brett realized that he never ran the electric through. So he had to like cut through the freshly painted wall. It was a whole thing. I was just upstairs doing my living my best. I was living my best life. I don't really know what I was doing. I was, oh, I was cleaning up. I was vacuuming. I was pulling tape. I was sweating. My watch was like, are do you, would you like us to start a workout? Like my heart rate was through the freaking roof. Um, and all I could hear from downstairs was fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh no, it's fine. Oh fuck. Oh, never mind. It's fine. Like, it's just, I, I, I really do not want to, I really feel like men should be alone for projects. So, you know, I'm going to see Amanda in February. Brett's new thing is that he's going to paint the bath. Well, he first said our bathroom while I'm gone. The only wall that needs painting in our bathroom, it's one wall. And not to say it wouldn't take a while because there's hella stuff in our bathroom. But I'm like, I'm going to be gone for three days and your goal while I'm gone is to paint a wall, <laughs> one wall. I'm like, why don't you try to try to tackle more than that? I'm sure you could do like our bedroom too. Um, but I'm just glad I'm not going to be here for that because he just, I feel like he would work better by himself. The only thing that I do feel bad for is when he's like cussing up a storm and like the, the dogs can feel that energy. Like they've been freaked out all day laying next to me and just like, you know, following me around. So also, oh, no, no, this happened last night. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm cleaning up. I'm doing my thing. Brett's doing the electrical. I'm just like, I'm going to take the dogs for a walk. I'm going to take them on a short walk because our plan was we need to go to my brother's to give him and Lolly some stuff. I need to go to my parents to give them their Christmas presents. And we needed to go to Xfinity to return our Xfinity gear. And then we were going to go to Ikea to find like a new entertainment center. We've had this teeny tiny entertainment center with our big ass TV sitting on it. And the whole point of filling in the wall was to mount the TV so that there would be more space. We could get a bigger couch and like maybe like one of those little puff things. Anyways, um, so that was our plan. So I was like, I'll take them on what we call the doodle walk. So there's Brett's walk, which is like 3.2 miles. There's my walk, which is 2.2 miles. And then there's the doodle walk, which is a shorter version of my walk. That's like a little over a mile, like 1.3 miles. So I was like, I'm just going to do the doodle walk. I'll be back soon. But I really was like taking my time because I'm still like kind of sore from that procedure that I had. So I'm, I'd be walking slow. So I'm walking the dogs. I didn't bring my headphones. I was just like enjoying the cool outside weather because I was so hot inside from doing all like the stuff trying to clean up after the painting and I turned down the doodle street we call it the doodle walk because 
we passed this house that used to have just one doodle and then it had two and then there was puppies and the puppies were gone and there were three doodles. We walked by yesterday. There were six and they have like a white picket fence around their yard and then they put like some chain link on the other side. Uh, These dogs are big doodles like they could definitely hop over that fence. So I walked the dogs by. I've never had a problem before. I didn't realize there were six of them now. They were going crazy. One of them was like up over the fence, like not out of it, but like snapped at Benny's face and the guy had to run over like it was a whole thing. And I was like, make a mental note. Don't do the fucking doodle walk anymore. So I told Brett, I was like, don't walk on that side of the street. If you turn down that street, he's like, oh, I never do your walk. It's too short. I'm like, there are times when you do it. Okay, Jesus, like nothing that I do, nothing that I do. So I take a shower. I run to Scott and Lolly's. I'm like, here, this is for you. It's really something small. I got my brother the shirt that like I thought he would like back in September. I got Lolly like the smelly good thing from England while I was gone. And then I had a dish of hers that I needed to return that I found when we were cleaning. We've been like slowly decluttering the house. And we went to my parents' house. My dad was trying to watch the Kings game on his laptop and the football game on the computer and wouldn't let him. And he was trying to get me to help. I was like, hi, we can't stay for a long time because we have to make it to Xfinity to return the cable equipment. So wish I could help you troubleshoot, but I can't. So we gave them their presents and then we went to Xfinity, dropped off the Xfinity box, which took like two seconds. It was so nice. He was like, someone might call you and take to take a survey about the quick service. I'm like, yeah, I'll send them on through. I was in and out in like 10 seconds. It was so nice. And this whole time we're like, what are we going to get for dinner? Because we aren't going to be the thing that Brett wanted to make for dinner that he's making tonight. It's going to take like hours, apparently. Brett is always like, let's make this for dinner. And it's like, OK, like I, I, I honestly don't even want what we're having. It's like spatch cock chicken or something. I don't know. He's going to cook chicken in a pan for a long time and all the juices are going to soak onto the veggies. And then we're going to make some gnocchi on the side. That part sounds good. That was my idea. But this dinner was not my idea. His friend, spatchcock chicken, that's what it is. His friend made it and he's been talking about it for weeks. But now today it's like a burden. He's like, I have to make dinner. I'm like, bro, I would literally eat a box of of Kraft mac and cheese. I would eat anything that we have in the house right now. Like I'll I'll make a top ramen. Like I'll make an egg sandwich. Like I'll, I will, you, this is on you. We forgot to order grub box again. We need to order it like today so we don't forget for next week. Anyways, so, um. Okay, so we were supposed to do it last night, but we we didn't. And so we were just like, what are we going to have for dinner? And that was the whole thing. We finally decided that we were going to get a take and bake pizza because we haven't had one from Papa Murphy's in so long. We used to get them all the time. We were like, let's just do that. So we get to Ikea to look for an entertainment center. Guess what? After like all this chaos of the day, like the day this weekend, this three day weekend, I was like, I am going to relax a little bit. Like I knew we were getting work done, but and I have had like a lot of downtime, but After the downtime, like when the painting is done, the work that we have to do afterwards is like uh, it's intense, especially with the energy in this house. I need to like sage him while he's asleep tonight for real. So we get to Ikea. You guys are not going to believe this. They are under construction. And I don't know if they're going section by section and remodeling. But guess what section is not in Ikea right now? (laughs) All entertainment centers like what we are looking for. Not on the showroom floor. Not there. So we went over to a computer, like one of the little tablets that they have around, and we go on the IKEA website and we start looking for entertainment centers. None of them are in stock, like not the full pieces. We're just like, what the fuck? I cannot believe that we came like all the way out here. 
We had to walk, you know, you have to walk through the whole goddamn store. We needed curtains too. We did walk away with curtains. When we first bought this house, we went to Target to get curtains and Brett and I couldn't agree. And we ended up getting the ugliest curtains for our living room. They are the material and they look like a shower curtain. And I finally talked him into just getting white curtains for the living room. We put them in today. They look so fucking good. Um, so <clears throat> on the tablet, we're going through. And so I, I finally realized there's a filter for in store. So it's showing us what's in store. And there's like, 20 things on the page and at the very bottom there was this walnut entertainment center like shelf thing 75 bucks marked down like 80 percent what and it was in stock Brett was like I don't know if that's gonna look good because of the color the color is very similar to our floor I had the idea later though I was like we could put a rug down if it ends up looking too similar 75 bucks we were expecting to drop like 600 bucks we spent with the curtains and the whatever, like 130 bucks, like how sway, how? So, so great, right? We get home, we put the co- oh, we put the pizza in the oven, we get cleaned up, we finish watching Killer of the Flower Moon. Um, it was good. I wish I could have watched it in one sitting. It's just hard for me to keep track of all the characters. There was so many characters and like what an all star cast, like people that were not introduced until the last 30 minutes. I'm like, what? Brendan Fraser's in this. Woo. Anyways. So then we get in bed and we watch Echo, which is the new Marvel series. There's only like six episodes. We finished it last night, but I was like, this has to be the final episode. I'm like, there's no way. And it was. So um, then we went to bed. And today we were so happy because no one's painting. We weren't having any work done. There is a guy my friend referred that was going to come over and give us a quote for the tile work in the kitchen. Because that's really like the only thing that we have left now. So Brett was like, oh, we could sleep in. I'm like, yeah. Um, I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom. And Brett was awake. He's like, did you... (laughs) So we're very specific about the pillows that we have. And I'm the one that did the laundry and made the bed this week. Normally, Brett makes it, but I did it. And so I always put like my pillows on one side and his pillows on the other side. And so when I get back in bed after going to the bathroom at 4 a.m., Brett's like, you gave me the shitty pillows, didn't you? I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, no, these are the same pillows that you had last week. And he's like, I can't fall back asleep. I'm like, well, don't get in a conversation with me right now because that's just going to keep both of us up. I ended up falling back to sleep. I wake up to Brett going fuck downstairs again. I'm like, can I get some peace? It's like 745 a.m. And he's just like, and he does this to me. I I think that he doesn't like that I sleep in longer than he does. And when I say I like get up at eight, he gets up at like six to walk the dogs. So whenever he gets home, like he does not even try to be quiet. He um, will start singing right when he walks to the door from taking them for a walk. Come and get by squites. Come and get by squites. Like super loud. That's what we sing to the dogs. Come and come and get by squites. Um, and I'm just like, okay, I get it. I'm awake. And so today I get up and I'm like, and he's like, oh, you're up. I'm like, yeah, how could I not be? So he's downstairs putting the thing together. It's so cute, but we do need a rug. He's like, see, I told you it was the same color as the floor. I'm like, okay, you win. <laughs> God, Oh my God. And so um, I go to make myself a coffee and I go to check my phone. You know how I told you I was so pumped on like Friday because I got all my shit done. And I wasn't going to have to work again until Tuesday. Well, that was wrong. My boss was like in Oregon. He was like, I'm snowed in. So the show that you recorded for Tuesday is no good. I'm going to need you to cover my shift. And so I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I was told that if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. I'm like, I try to fucking get ahead. 
And then I put the Miley Cyrus coming in on a wrecking ball. I'm like, this is you. So I still have to do that. I've not done that yet. <clears throat> it's on my to-do list. He's like, you don't have to do it till tomorrow because you're not going to be on till the afternoons. I'm like, yeah, but tomorrow I'm going to be at work. So I do have to do it today. I was like, just so you know, I'm going to be repurposing my midday show and just changing it around to be in the afternoon because I'm not doing all this extra fucking work. Our pets are well enough because <laughs> I used the show prep from last week. Uh, anyways, you guys wouldn't understand. Maybe a few. Maybe a few of you would. Um, so I get up and it was just like a mad dash right from the first thing this morning. So Brett's going to hang the TV on the wall. He's where uh, he wants me to clean out the old entertainment center. So <clears throat> something about me, I don't know if I talked about it this episode. I think it might have been last episode where I was talking about getting a photo developed and like, oh, yeah, it was last episode. And how that used to be my favorite thing when I was a kid. Like if a photo envelope does not remind you of your childhood, your childhood, you're too young for me, bro. So I have so many photos from my mom's childhood, from my childhood, from my adolescence, just like thousands of photos, boxes on boxes on boxes on boxes. So uh, our old entertainment center that looked ridiculous in our living room because our TV was so big was full of envelopes of photos like storage. And I'm like, OK, <clears throat> My plan for my office was to I have a closet in here that is just full of pictures and full of just crap. I was like, I need to clean it out. I want to get everything to one side so the other side I could buy this little like cat teepee that I've been eyeballing on Amazon and make it a safe place for Chuck. Because something that I've realized since we've been getting all this work done is he is scared and he has nowhere to like hide. And <clears throat> he came in here on multiple occasions while the work was being done trying to get into my closet, but it was stuffed to the brim like a hoarder house. So. My goal today was to clean that out. I filled up two big ass black trash bags and a white trash bag full of stuff. Like I could have done more, but the trash can's full. I organized all my photos. I threw away so much stuff. I had this like Donkey Kong arcade game. That was my brother's. I was like, do you want this? He was like, no, I finally just threw it away. I've had it for so long. I used to have a Miss Pac-Man too. I don't know what happened to that one. I think I probably threw it away a long time ago, but they just are like my childhood. I'm a memory hoarder. I've told you guys this before. So... I'm upstairs like doing all this and Brett's like, are you dilly dallying? I forget what exactly he said, but he's like, are you taking your time? Like, what are you even doing? I'm like, oh my God. So I had all these photo albums and they were taking up a ton of space. So I went through every photo album. They're all taped in there. The photos are taped in there. So I had to take them out, untape them because those were taking up a ton of room. So I, I wish I would have taken it before and after my closet. I got it all accomplished. I had to move some stuff to underneath the staircase. We have some storage but everything is looking so good. I found like so many pictures that I've never seen before. Everything's all organized. I have Chuck's little like a, a little bed for him in there right now. But I already ordered the little teepee. It's going to be so cute. It's going to be so cute. So then we put our um, entertainment center outside with a free sign on it. And then Brett hit it on accident. So now we're going to have to uh, take a hammer to it and fit it in the trash can for next week. Because our trash cans are absolutely fucking full to the brim the living room looks so different we swapped out the table that we had in there we had a like a lighter colored table in the lower living room we put that we, we swapped it out for the one that we had because it was darker it's just like lighter the curtains are lighter the walls filled in the tv is mounted the walnut like entertainment center is so cute we have all brett's playstation shit on top then we have our switch plugged in i'm like we haven't even looked at that switch in like three years we look like proper gamers with all the shit that we have all the playstation games and stuff he just left one square for me and i put 
like a couple little things in there, just like a plant. I did have this like um, black box that I was saving that was in the old entertainment center. And you're supposed to put pictures. It's ugly. I don't, I've just had it for so long. And I had old concert tickets in it and my baby tape. And you guys know the story with the baby tape. I need to like get it digitalized so bad. I need to put it on the tape player that I have and record it into Adobe. So I have it forever. But I have this tape of my mom like singing and talking to me. I've talked about it before. And I'm like, what am I going to do with that? So I just set it on my bookshelf. I'm like, I don't want to put it somewhere in then forget where I put it. I also got out my old laptop, the one that I cr- like cracked a year ago. I figured out the passcode. It took me like an hour to figure it out today, but I finally have it. And I sl- stuck a piece of paper in it with the passcode. So I remember last time or remember what it is next time. God, am I stroking out right now? So I got on that and there's so many pictures and so many like videos and stuff that I want, but I can't figure out how to get it to myself. Like I don't, when I hit email, it gives me an error message and the computer is so old. So Once I can figure that out and get myself all this stuff, I'm going to take a hammer to it because it's not usable. It flickers like someone was going to buy it off me at one point. There is another computer that I have that I bought off of a friend and I don't even have the cord for it. So I can't even I'm going to take a hammer to that, too. I found like lover cans of lover boy in my closet. Like I don't even know what was happening up here, but it looks so much better now. Now, if only my office was painted, I pulled out like four pictures that I want to get framed plus a newspaper that I want to get framed that has my mom on it from the year 1970 and hang it in my office. There's a couple things that we need to hang around the house still. And then the guy came to give us the quote. For 30 square feet of tile, it was going to be $1,200 and like too rich for my blood. It is a small space. So now I don't know what we're going to do. Brett's going to try to level it out himself and we might just do like a sticker backsplash. He wants to do this chrome backsplash and I'm like over my dead body. But then also him just doing this himself just uh, uh, uh. I'm like, where can I go? Can someone adopt me next weekend when this is potentially going on? Because I physically cannot. Like, I need to give myself an at-home project where I can just like lock the door and stay in the room. I'm like one by one organizing shit. So maybe I need to organize another room's closet. But I just know when I come face to face with another room of organization, that means I have to get rid of stuff. Like in another spare room, I have this bag of all my favorite stuffed animals when I was a kid. Now, of course, some of these things I was saving for if I ever have kids, but like, mm, I don't think that's probably happening. So I do want to save some of them, but do I need to save all of them? Probably not. So that's where we're at with life right now. Brett's at the gym. I'm going to take the dogs for a walk. Brett's going to cook fucking dinner and complain about it the whole time. I'm hoping to finish my book. We'll see if that happens. I got to record my radio show. But other than that, we're looking good. The laundry's folded. The living room looks so different. Now I just can't wait to get a couch. Here's my thing. And please weigh in. So Brett now thinks because we have like the walnut, the room's painted white, the curtains are white. We do have a fireplace that's dark gray and our couch is dark gray. Brett now thinks that we need to get the same color couch instead of a lighter couch because the room is going to be too light. But I don't think there's a such thing as like too light. Like I love a good, <clears throat> Jesus, that Brazil nut, I can feel it in my throat. I don't think there's such thing as like too light. Like a, a good neutral room color is a vibe if you ask me but I don't know is it giving sterile is it giving Kim Kardashian's living room I know that we cannot compare one thing to another but I just don't know like in my head a a cream colored couch would still look good 
I'll take a picture of the living room and put it up at What the Chuck podcast. I've already posted a million photos of the wall today on my Instagram because I'm just so shocked at how different. Like I've said before, what if we covered up that hole? I just can't believe that it actually happened. And I cannot believe the transformation of the living room. Like at first I was like, oh, the paint. I think I was even saying yesterday when I recorded or the day before the paint. Like I thought it was going to be a stark difference and it's not. Once the room is decorated, it does look stark. And when I look back at pictures, I'm like, wow. Looks like a totally different room. People used to make fun of that entertainment center that we had all the time. But it's like the only thing that we could use for that space. Plus the paint, the weird pictures on the wall. Like I just have like old picture frames that were up in my apartment. We moved in and we were just like, yeah, let's put these up. Or Brett hung them up. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's why he's like, when I come home from the gym, figure out a place for all these photos. I'm like, not all of these pictures are going back up on the wall. There's a few that I've taken down over the years that he hadn't even noticed. But yeah, like not everything's going back up. When we bought this house, our realtor, Danielle, she gave us this really nice basket of stuff. Like it had Home Depot gift card, Target gift card, coffee cups, a bottle of Dom. Like it was so nice. And she put this sign in it that said our home. And I don't know if it was just for the basket, but boy, did we hang it on the wall. It was like an aluminum sign, like stuff like that's not going back up. So I need to figure that out before Brett just starts sticking at places. I have this really cute shadow box of the last Kings game. They gave you like a plastic ticket. I gave one to my dad and I took one. Um, I really want to. That was hung up like in a weird spot, too. I just don't know where everything is going to go. I am so happy, though. Now that the TV's on the wall, the picture of me on Sack Magazine is not going to be in the living room anymore, which has always made me feel weird because just like, hello, look at my face. Like it just seemed it seems like it's going to be better suited for my office. Also, when I was cleaning out my closet today, I found a big ass cardboard box full of those Sacramento magazines. I must have like 50 copies of it. So if anyone wants one, <laughs> just kidding. I'm not paying for postage on that shit. <laughs> Tuesday. I was feeling so great today. And then suddenly I just stopped feeling great. Like I feel super nauseous. I don't know what's wrong with me. I like had lunch. And then after that, I started feeling sick and I feel anxious for some reason. And I don't know why. Like I was so excited to record um, more for this episode just because I thought of a bunch of things that I wanted to talk about. And now I feel like I'm just like low energy and my frame of mind is like, I want to hurry up and get all this done so that I can just like chill out. <sighs> Let's all take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. I'm feeling much better than I was yesterday. I was spiraling yesterday. It's much better today. Um, I went on a walk last night and I was trying to listen to the new episode of Smartless with Selena Gomez. Well, it's not the most recent. Man, that girl is monotone. It was like pulling teeth. I finally had to stop listening when they made a joke and like they all laughed and she did not say anything. She kept being like, I don't even think I'm I don't even think I'm capable of being as monotone as her. Yeah, it's really great to be here. I love doing. No, that was even too much inflection. I love doing stuff like this. No, I love it. And they were like talking about how she said, like, called herself like a, oh, God, like she doesn't have it together or something. And they were like, in what way? She was like, well, I've been in multiple treatment centers. I was like, oh, got to go. Got to go. They're not. It's just not a good mesh. They are like old men and she is not. Which, by the way, I like was so excited to see Jason Bateman on that. I just like love them. So whenever they're doing something, I get excited. And I saw that um, Jason Bateman presented on either the Critics' Choice or the Emmys. And I can't watch either of them because we canceled our cable. 
that is going to be a huge hang up with the award show season. I thought for sure it'd be available on streaming, but it's not. And I told you my friend Summer gave me her login for Xfinity. Well, guess what? I mean, this makes so much sense. I don't know why I thought we were going to get away with this. Xfinity's smart. Because I'm on my home network, which is through Xfinity, they're like, you can't watch, like, bitch, get in, get in your lane. You can't watch this. We know that you, this is not your Xfinity account, so they blocked me on every TV. At first, I thought that it worked on my um, device in my office, but it it didn't. So my only saving grace is I can use her email to like log into the Lifetime app to watch Married at First Sight. That's really the only thing I'm worried about. I guess I can always see the clips from the award shows on social media. That really seems like the only thing. Um, okay, so, so I thought of, I thought about something because I just got an email. I thought about something that happened on Mean Girls Trivia Night. So during my long wait in that line to get a drink, I was really people watching. And there were these girls. There was a table right by where you ordered. Only one table. And these two girls were sitting there. And I was just observing all the girls that were in there all night. I was like, man, I really wish I can get into this like wide cut or straight leg jean thing. Like, I just feel like I'm doing it all wrong. I just, uh, some of these girls were just dressed so cute. And there was one in particular right by where you ordered and she was wearing these jeans with Nike dunks. And part of my thing is like my shoe situation. I thought I got shoes that went with, with like straight leg jeans, but they really don't. I got these all white Pumas and I thought they were so cute. They're not cute on. Anyway, she was wearing Nike dunks and I was like, maybe I should take a stab at that. And so I very, um, impulsively bought a pair of Nike Dunks and they're coming tomorrow. I forgot I did it. But in that moment, I was like, that is going to be my, that's going to be my aesthetic. (laughs) And I just did it all willy nilly while I was standing in line and I forgot about it. And now I got an email saying that they're going to be here tomorrow. So we'll keep you posted on that. Never really pictured myself as a Nike Dunk girl, but you know, here we are. So speaking of Mean Girls trivia, Reviews are in from the weekend of the Mean Girls movie, and while it did do well at the box office, the criticism is loud. There's a lot of people commenting on the movie and how it's just not great. Felt like it was they were shoving product placement, elf specifically brand products, down your throat. That they didn't dress the people that were in the movie appropriately. That they were looked like they were dressed in Shein and instead of like tr- what trendy Gen Z would be wearing. They either said they should have done what current Gen Z people, like people that are actually in high school, are wearing, or they should have done like the retro pieces that were cool when the movie came out 20 years ago. I've also seen a couple clips side by side to the original and it just does not compare. I guess people are obsessed with Renee Rapp. So that's why people are going. And a lot of the videos I'm seeing are like, wow, just sat through through the most painful hour and 54 minutes of my life to watch this movie. So um, I will not be going to see it in theaters. It did do 28 million, but I, I fully anticipate that to slow down next week. Um, I am recently obsessed with Alex Earl. I, I think I, I think I like this little life. I'm obsessed with her and her man. I feel like, cause I'm just reading these books. I think I've already told you that I like, am starting to picture him as a character in one of the books I just read. Um, but they seem, I mean, they're not normal. I can't like she's not relatable in any way. Like she posted this jacket recently and it was like a $10,000 jacket. But their relationship seems very relatable and he seems normal. Like they seem so it seems so chill. I don't know. I can't explain it, but I like this vibe and I hope that it lasts and I like really like him. Does anyone else really like him? Is it just me? 
I like found myself creeping his stuff or like I, I go to her page to see if I've missed any videos of them. I just think that like they're funny and they're cute together. I don't know. Um, I realized I never circled back to talk about Keith Lee and it's such a hot topic that I was like, do I even want to get not that I'm getting involved, but um, he, he gave a lot of context in, a, in an updated video that he posted. So he's I guess they it's kind of sounds like they might be shopping a family food tour to like networks and they're trying to iron out the kinks, figure out what would work best before they pitch it because they want it to be perfect. So they went to the Bay Area for the food tour and a lot of people were telling them where to go. But obviously, there's a ton of people that live in the Bay Area. The Bay Area is not just San Francisco. It's not just Oakland. Covers a much larger area. So um, he went to uh, like a couple places that were recommended. He went to a place that another like popular food blogger, food TikToker that lives in the Bay has posted about before. And he basically ended up saying that they had to leave early because he didn't feel like San Francisco was ready for tourism right now. He said there were a lot of people that were he compared it to Gotham City, but he had also heard someone else say that. So like it was what it was what was left in his comments and he repeated it. And now he's being quoted as saying it. Um, he said there was a lot of homeless people. He was being warned of the crime. He made a point to say, like, I don't keep anything on me. Like, I don't have any cash. I'm not wearing any jewelry. He just said that it didn't feel like the right place to be, like, sharing videos. And he also said that he did go to a bunch of different restaurants. He just didn't post about all of them. He said he went to all different parts of the Bay Area, Michelin star restaurants, food trucks, brick and mortars like he went to everything and he just said that he didn't feel like the feedback he could provide was constructive and he doesn't always just post good reviews like I don't watch him that much but I did start to pay attention in the last year or so because there have been some viral stories about him and I do feel like he's a pretty like positive realistic guy So he said that he didn't even feel comfortable sharing a lot of the footage that he took just because it just didn't see he didn't want to share what was happening in San Francisco. And so he said that they cut the trip early. Even the videos that he did post, the feedback wasn't great. It's not like he was like, oh, my God, this is the best food I've ever ate. And then everyone in the comments just trashing him like, why are you eating sandwiches? You're in the Bay Area. You need to get Asian food. You need to try Mexican food like no one's ever going to be happy with where you go. They're always going to have other suggestions. But um, so he posts this video saying why he left early. Then he had to do a follow up video getting into more detail because this story is being picked up by everyone. And then his comments are just full of it. It's it's like two sides of the spectrum. Some people are like, what are you talking about? I can't believe that you're like saying this about the Bay and this is how it's always been and blah, 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 blah. And then there's other people that are like, thank you. Like, it's not a good place right now. Uh, we're sorry that you had this experience. He was able to get a couple people some exposure. He tried this like guy who had didn't he? It's not even a food truck. He just has a tent under the freeway and he had some tacos from there. And his review wasn't amazing, but that guy still ended up on the news the next day. And then he went to another place where his criticism was actually kind of harsh. Well, not harsh, but he basically said this place is barely open. It's open for like two hours, three days out of the week. He said that he went 30 minutes before they closed or an hour before they closed. And she was like, I'm about to go on a 30 minute break. So she took a break, then came back and made the food and it took forever. He didn't really have anything great to say about the sandwiches. 
He did say the potato salad was good, but then she ended up on the news the next day. So like he was lifting up people in the community that have restaurants. But people are like, why are you going to these places? These are the whack ass places. And he tipped them really well. Anyways, it's turned into this whole thing. Even people were DMing me because I shared it saying like I go to I go to restaurants in the Bay Area all the time and I don't agree with, you know, his representation or his assessment of the Bay Area. And look, I'm not saying that I agree with him. I don't go out for dinner in the Bay. Um, I know that I haven't been comfortable going out in the Bay Area like Oakland, San Francisco. Like we don't go do any of the things that we used to do, whether they were annually or, you know, every once in a while. I'm just not comfy with it because I know it's all bad. I have people that live in the Bay. I have family that live in the Bay that have had some recent run ins that have been fucking scary. So I'm just not interested. Uh, my sister was at a gas station recently and someone smashed her window and took all of her shit out of the car when she was standing right there. She lost everything that was in her car, like driver's license. Now they have her home address. Like it's just, it's scary. I'm not trying to deal with it. So I don't go out there, but I do obviously have friends live out there and I follow people that live out there and they're always posting restaurants and all these places that look bomb as fuck. I'm not a Bay Area native. I'm not well versed with the areas of the Bay Area. I don't I'm not out here saying that his assessment is correct. I'm just saying that it was an interesting take and you have to respect what he's saying. He's not trying to put the Bay Area on blast. That's why he didn't use the footage. I felt like his message was respectful, but it's crazy to me that a lot of people don't feel the same. So that's the Keith Lee drama. You can go watch the videos for yourself on his TikTok page, Instagram. I'm sure. Yeah, they're there, too, because that's where I shared them. So that's the story on that. Um, I'm going to reach out to a couple people today about the kitchen. Some people gave me referrals. If you listen to this and you know a general contractor, shoot my shoot them my shoot me their information so I can reach out because we need to get this figured out. A.S. A motherfucking P. OK, guys. Um, Yeah, I think that's really all I have to say. Oh, so last night, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Oh, one more thing. So last night I took the dogs for a walk and Benny, when we pass this one lawn, he gets the zoomies and it freaks all out. He go freaking runs all over the place. Well, last night his harness came off and I was freaking out because he was still running all over the place. There were cars coming. I got it back on him and I came home and I was like, Brett, you need to tighten his harness because we got a new harness for him recently. And it always takes a while to like, you know, get it to just the right spot. So he tightened it and then I took the dogs for a walk this morning and it was too tight. He like was refusing to walk. The walk was a nightmare. I had to like drag his ass back home. So now we have to loosen it again. But I'm like, man, when Benny doesn't want to do something, it's one thing with Lola. I can just pick her up and keep him moving. But Benny sat his ass down today and was like, nope. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? The harness for some reason is so hard to adjust. So, um, yeah, panic central this morning. I had like earmuffs on all these things to keep myself warm, but I was sweating. So I was freaking out. So I was like, I have to start work. What am I going to do? Also, another thing, I feel like I've been really good at not drinking coffee out. Like I haven't been to Temple in a long time. I haven't been to eight. Well, I guess I went to 18, 18 grams with Maxi like last week before we saw the movie. But um, I guess there's a new place in Doko. My friend Melanie went and she said that it's really good. She said the coffee was good and they have food too. She said she wants to go back for the food as do I. All right, guys, follow me on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram. I already said that. Um, I feel like there's something that I'm missing. I wrote a bunch of stuff down. I'm like, am I is there something else that I, I'm forgetting to talk about? Let me just peruse through my camera roll real quick. I keep being like, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. I'm done. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, this wasn't what I was going to say. But last night um, we tested out our new living room. It feels literally like a new house. We watched the new um, the first episode of the new uh, 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 what's it called? Um, True Detective. I thought it was really good. 
I also got my sweatshirt today. My Sacramento is just Sacramento. Did I even talk about that? Someone sent me this viral video. This guy from Sacramento purchased the uh, New York Times newspaper that had a section about the Sacramento food scene, food scene. And they quoted um, the guy from Pizza Supreme being the owner or whatever, saying like Sacramento doesn't need to be the next Portland, doesn't need to be the next New York City. Like Sacramento is just Sacramento. So this guy bought it and clipped those words and made it into a sweatshirt. And I bought one and it came today and it looks so comfy and it's cute. And I can't wait to take it to Oregon and wear it with like a vest and my dunks. Oh, my God. Looks so cute in my head, but it's actually going to look cute on my body. I really do think that that's it. Um... And if it's not, we'll talk next week. Right when I stop, I'm going to remember what I wanted to say. And it's going to be too late because I will not pick this back up. Goodbye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.